You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and I am returned uh, back to us, my co-host, Ben Chapman. I'm here. Uh, I'm back. Um, I am inevitable. Uh, like the Batman films, I will never stop, even when you ask me not to. Oh, wait, I don't like that one. <laughs> I, don't like, I, don't, I don't like what I just said. You mean wait, that you, you just removed consent? Yeah, it is a little I, weird. Uh, I, I meant more like we're done with Batman movies, and I'm done with Batman movies, but instead it came out bad. Oh, boy. Don't Folks, worry, this million? is being recorded. <laughs> Good, all right, where was it? Well, then uh, I'll just turn over and say uh, I'm Ben. I, I'm, I'm back, and I've brought the best possible co-hosts I could conceivably bring our Batman aficionado on all of our Batman episodes. Last joining us on Batman Forever, I want to say, Pro- is probably my wife, Sarah. Hi. And I wanted to be known out there for uh, critics of the podcast, um, comedy fans, that despite the fact that I had an excellent opportunity to do a Borat my wife, I did not. Uh, well, I was kind of still recovering from your very rapey joke. Was uh, it so... what I was going for? Um, go. I hate it. I hate that it came out. <laughs> it wasn't a joke I meant. <laughs> All right. It's a great start, guys. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, we watched for, I think, all of it. When, when did you guys watch this? A couple weeks ago? Boy, weeks ago. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So, you know, some life some life stuff happened uh and so we watched this a while ago so bear with us as we try to remember some of what our notes mean but we watched 2022's the batman uh if you're asking me if it's 2022 i have concerns but also yes you're correct okay i couldn't remember if it came out this year at the very end of last year uh Uh, yes it's so we watched march march in fact march the the movie that people we're just I, I remember when the bail two Batman's two ran. months ago. Oh my god. You can see how right. well I keep track of time, guys. Uh but I just remember when the bail movies were out. I remember people saying, Wouldn't it be great if that guy from Twilight was Batman? <laughs> and this movie delivered. Robert Pattinson. I don't know something. if you're being serious or not. No, Sounds God, I can't imagine like anybody. I can't but... imagine anybody would have that would have been high on the list of people. I've I've long since gotten to a point where I absolutely ignore the recoil that people inevitably have about castings in these kind of movies because it's like you told me that like you know Heath Ledger, who I would probably at the time before The Dark Knight place as like the guy from A Knight's Tale. And you tell me he's going to um, be... Which he's fucking amazing in. I, but, I mean, think about the, the positioning that you're in. You're like, oh, yeah. Hey, that, that the guy from A Knight's Tale... You. The guy from A Knight's Tale is going to do the Joker that you've really only seen, like, uh, a handful of people do. And, and, and you know, it's it's been pretty, like, a select performances that you've had so far in your life. And so you can't fathom this could be good. And, of course, it was great. Well, he is Australian, so he has range. Um, yeah. The only person, well, I don't know. I was going to say Mel Gibson is the exception to the rule, but before he went nuts. Let, let's face range. it. I don't know. Mel Gibson was a likable guy until we found out about Mel Gibson the person. <laughs> he was great until he started talking outside of movies, which I feel anymore is every celebrity. I just don't want to know. They're all fucking monsters. But he had some... 
he had some range he did a somewhat scottish accent anyways the point is this i remember when they announced the robert pattinson casting and i thought boy that's a weird choice like just an odd i it feels like they're going out of their way to pick somebody odd you know i'm i'm going to like firmly stand behind robert pattinson because i hate this twilight slander the dude is a is a a fantastic actor he hated the movies as much as we did like i don't think i am tired of tethering him to that to that albatross i i I think he's i will say well outgrown look at the the cut of his jaw look how well he died in harry potter it's perfect (laughs) i will say this this movie is worse than the Twilight movies. He's a fucking god. Oh, Batman. boy. Pogues. He is, he this is, is fucking I, 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 I don't know if I agree with uh, that you is, there at uh, all. Uh, you ha- please, you have to be exaggerating. <laughs> I, well, mean, I mean, I will okay, I'll say, say I was disappointed in this movie because <laughs> yeah, I, have, I had some hype. I have things to say. I feel but... like the hype all came from Ben, and I don't know where his hype came from. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, 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 think, I know where you're going, Sarah, but um, hold on one second. But I, I would just say that, like... I would not say this is worse than Twilight. Oh, far, okay, I've no. never I, The only Twilight I've ever seen is the last 30 minutes of the last one where everybody dies, and I just laugh hysterically, and then it turns out it didn't even happen. Why did you watch the last 30 minutes of the last Twilight movie? Because they show everyone dying. <laughs> I was just like, what? Because somebody told me that's how the movies ended. I was like, there's no way. I thought for sure they were lying to me. So I, I watched it. Just so I just yeah, fast forwarded they, to the end. They don't all die. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. And then they were like, it was just a vision. And I was like, biggest fucking cop out. I was enjoying it. I was like, I'm going to watch these movies now because they murder everyone. But I didn't watch them. My point was this. Uh, I, I thought, I mean, he's, I shouldn't say he's abysmal, but he's not good. And part of that is the fact that this is probably one of the worst written Batman movies. The plot I, makes zero sense. I have. It's very derivative of all of the bad Batman plot storylines. He plays the least sympathetic Batman to ever exist, and we watched the one with Val Kilmer. Like he, he's, I, he's, I, it's terrible. I, I feel like he's a very juvenile Batman. Juvenile he, Batman he is in that it, he is very new. He's two years in to okay. being Batman. Yes. Here's yeah, like, my problem that. with him. Batman, as a character is a multi-billionaire. He's basically Jeff Bezos, except for with morals. The only thing that sort of has always let people get over the fact that Batman's just like a billionaire is that he gives almost all of his... He basically just makes money to give it away to try to support Gotham. That's like well, a huge I mean, part of the comics. Is that he's Batman a Batman ever made money, though? Not Batman. It kind of seems like he's just like a trust fund baby who like throws like ninja stars at people. Well, Bruce Wayne owns Wayne Enterprises, and it, it's huge. And then he has the Wayne Foundation, which basically Trust gives fun away... baby who throws ninja stars at people. But in, in this version, he is a, a, like a rich kid who at one point, Alfred's like, well, I just want to make sure you don't go broke. And he's like, I don't even care. It's like, so you're a billionaire, you live in the shittiest fucking city in the world, and you're going to do nothing to help them with all the money you have, which could actually make huge difference in people's lives instead you're gonna dress up like a bat and very poorly beat up clown criminals because that's basically the beginning of the film and it's wild to me i was like this batman is terrible he also cannot fight these were the boringest fight scenes i've ever seen in a like a superhero movie to be fair um a little uh humor there (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) no i I think you're 
I Sir, what you it. meant to say was a little Letterkenny reference, yeah. which I'm sure Letterkenny, I, Letterkenny fans would appreciate. I, I, well, I, forgot, I forgot Letterkenny. When you deliver a joke, don't pause <laughs> Shut for up. 10 seconds. I was counting. You married me, and so this was the pact that you made with me upon marriage. You would finish my jokes when I forgot the name of the show I was I referencing. Just, I just want to say that in the future when I deliver a joke, I'm going to say dick. a little humor there. Anyhow. I, it made me, I was like, oh, good. It was oh. definitely humor. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, I just. To be I, fair. There's so many fair. parts of this movie. I don't even know where to begin because I didn't. I. <laughs> the thing that is the most egregious about this movie is it's so fucking long. For no uh, I, reason. Well, yes, it is long. Yeah, but let me get back to my original, to be fair, points. Uh-huh. Um, you did mention how, like, he's kind of, like, a little, like, emo tool who's like, oh, I don't care yeah. if I go poor. Um, which, to, yeah, true. Um, to a certain extent. But I don't think that any one person's specific wealth could unfuck that city. Well... I mean, it would definitely help. <laughs> doing anything also, with your billions of dollars would be I'm better than doing sure nothing with your billions of dollars. Nearly every rendition of Batman that has anything to do with his early years, which isn't many, um, outside of the original comics, of course. I mean, he is depicted as in his early years being a total, like, you know, uh, emotional, wandering, kind of mourning, like, trust fund kid who is kind of drifting on the money... You know, in, in, in Batman Begins, he's just sort of, like, traveling the world, like, like just kind of being useless and not taking over the Empire, and only comes Wait, back after the, all that. I don't, I don't think you... You need to go back and watch Batman Begins. He's traveling around learning to become Batman. Eventually, he starts, like, No, that's and, what he does training. the second... He, he goes to kill Joe Cool, doesn't, gives his money away to that homeless guy, and immediately goes on a wandering to learn how to be Batman, so that he can come but back to Gotham and fix it. did he know it was to be Batman? He knows he's going to come back and try to fix it. Or did he just go on, like, fix... a walkabout? Well, he basically, like, I don't know like, if I'm I interpreted to... him as, as like, as, like, tra- traveling it, it, with the specific intent to become, like, a superhero. That seems, uh, that seems a little, like, premeditated yeah, version of what, what happens to for the, uh... I think he just kind of wandered around in linen suit, pantsuits for a while, barefoot, and met Bane, and then fucked off back to Gotham. Well, you're mixing a lot of plot lines there, yeah. but... Um, but yeah, basically it, what happened. In Batman Begins, I, I'm 99% sure his plan is he's going to leave and become... Some, like, he wants to go and learn how to, he can basically stop crime. And his plan is, you know, not to become Batman specifically, but to become a vigilante. And that's uh, why so... he goes to all those links, and that's why he puts himself in that Chinese prison so he gets attacked every day so he learns how to fight. And how to like fight in a life and death situation. Um, so he's meets, an eight-year-old you know. boy whose only I, goal in life is to figure out how to eliminate all crime, always, ever. I, I guess the the point I'm making is that early Batman is obsessed with like the injustice he's faced, with the death of his parents, with becoming sort of like a tool to like enact vengeance, and. That is t- that is the, the typical Batman story. It is only like a more balanced, l- learned the error of his ways Batman that 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 starts mixing with philanthropy and. Nah, that's that's been like in the early. He's in the, I think like even a in the seasoned 60s, Batman, was, if you will. He was always a Bruce Wayne was always a th- philanthropist. He was like known for giving away his money. 
and that he, well, you know, but he portrayed saying... himself as being a doofus. That in all of the other Batmans before this, we seem we seem to get a more advanced Batman. I think he's been at it a little bit longer. In the other Batman movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for been sure. at it for a only few, Batman Begins. A few I think years, delves at least. into like the early years. And yeah, Batman like Begins. Said, it's it's, it's, it's first, very like, different. Three weeks is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very early one. It's obviously very different than this Batman, who is who feels like a. I know. I've seen Batman teen, Begins. I might have even done it on this teen. podcast, but I don't. No, I don't think Seth was our gift for Begins. The other, the other Batman expert on the podcast. Well, I, yeah, I, I know I've done a few of the Batmans, but mm-hmm. for yeah. sure the one. But the, with the Robin. problem with this is <laughs> this version of Batman is like not very sympathetic. He, he just seems kind of like he doesn't really have a plan. He doesn't know what's going on, and then the crux of the plot of this film is so stupid. It's just such a dumb, 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 dumb plot. Are you referring to just, the Riddler? The whole Riddler sub-storyline with the renewal fund. If Batman exists in Gotham and isn't aware that a fund his father donated is being used to do nothing in Gotham, he's the worst detective in the world. It's such a dumb idea that no one but the Riddler has figured this out. It's just so stupid. It makes me like literally, when they revealed the thing, I was like, oh my god, this could not be a dumber plot. Well, is Batman supposed to be a detective? Batman's the greatest detective. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's in his name. Batman is described as the world the world's greatest detective. The world's greatest detective. The majority of, of material with Batman has a lot to do with him, you know, doing CSI. I know Batman was in Detective Comics, but you know. Yes, he, he's certain, referred to as there, uh, the idea is that he's super intelligent, and that was part of his training, is he learned to like do chemistry, he learned how to do forensic science, he's really good at deductive reasoning, and he's just really well, well read because he had like, you know, when he was a child he was raised by rich people. And so the idea is supposed to be he's very clever. In this movie, Batman is basically a moron. He, he, he's, he's, he's just like, a hot dummy. He's dumber than like a, it's a, a little excessive. High school. Really, he doesn't know that gender that Spanish has gendered uh, words. Fuck it, you don't even have to speak Spanish to know that. That's just common knowledge. That's just a general thing that everyone That's in the a world general knows. thing in any romance language. Um, but yeah, see, I think Sarah's he, he school me here. Didn't, didn't he, again? It's been so long since I watched this fucking movie. Um, didn't he point that out? Because like no. The Who penguin points it out? it out to him, and oh. then he realizes no, no, no. the they, penguin's It was right. brought up before the penguin. He he says it to them, and then the penguin said, "He's like you're El Rada," and penguin's like, "What are you stupid? Like it, that's El, that's La Rada. Like don't you guys know Spanish?" And Batman's no, like, "Hey, it, it yeah, came, no, it that's, came up before that scene too." He like, does not he ever said, realize. He did. He did. I swear to God, I'll have to go back and find it. But I, he I, I, said it at some point, like with like one of his little asides that he had no, with a, because when he says it he realizes that the thing is saying url so if he had realized it before he would have been able to solve the riddle so if he did notice it before it's even worse <laughs> but i recall he doesn't realize it until that moment with the penguin but it's like i just i can't believe that was like the riddle in the movie that they couldn't get it's just so bizarre that i don't like batman doesn't know spanish the most common language outside of English in the United I, States. Yeah, I am, I'm having a hard time recalling even, like, the crux of that riddle. Um, all, of which all well, the riddles were... I mean, I guess it's sort of what the Riddler is, is he delivers, like, basic riddles. 
With yeah. he, the Riddler is conceptually, I mean, like outside of this film, just in general, is all about like performance. You know what I mean? Like sometimes he's depicted as as like the Joker concocting these elaborate traps to like lure the Batman to a location and then trick him into doing something that will ultimately harm you know his his presence in Gotham like that's most of the time but also lots of the time the the Riddler is just doing lots of mischievous shit and leaving behind like elementary school riddles yeah he's a hard character to really understand (laughs) he's probably the least crappy in the animated series I can't even fathom you know what I missed what's that I missed that bright green suit. I was uh, just going to say. marks and that I, sweet, sweet I cave. could not shake this. I, I don't even know. I'm not, this isn't a complaint or a criticism or anything. Or even like a compliment. I just, I'm just confused in my brain trying to like rectify, like, like, like rectify the idea that there was like <laughs> uh, uh, Jim Carrey's Riddler and Paul Dano's Riddler are the same character. Like, I mean, imagine trying to explain it to someone who had never seen a Batman property. <laughs> like holding those two images up and being this is the same person well it kind of goes back to i mentioned it to ben while we're watching uh the movie that this is more of like a hard-boiled like going back to the detective roots of batman i feel so like like the penguin looks more like a real person than danny devito ever fucking did um the riddler isn't wearing a weird like question mark jumpsuit but Batman still has his dumb fuck Batman costume and cape and shit. So everyone else looks like hyper realistic and like more like well, a day to day like outfit going on. Someone that you would imagine running into in real life. But then there's Batman with his cape and yeah, all of his crazy and shit. combat boots. Well, this is something that drives me insane, and they they've done this in a lot of movies. I don't understand the idea of they're like we're gonna make this one really realistic, and because of that everybody's clothes are going to look stupid. Like, they're not going to be able... As if, like, people in real life couldn't make a costume. As if cosplay isn't a thing in real life. But Catwoman? Her mask is a stocking cap that she cut a hole in for her eyes. They sell masks like that. They're called balaclavas or whatever. Like, (laughs) why couldn't she just go buy one of those? Why would you half-ass make... It was... Because she needed a black pussy hat. But here's the thing that's obnoxious. She's supposed to be like, they're like, that's just the thing she made. She's in a fucking fitted leather outfit. Like, she had to go to a tailor for that. So which is it? Is she so stupid she can't make a mask? Or does she have access to a tailor? Because they could make her a mask. It's just like, that sort of thing drives me insane. They do it. It's not just this movie. It's a lot of, like, hyper Does that character look like she could afford or purchase a all leather jumpsuit it's it's me it's neoprene man come on but it, it's fitted to her because it's a movie and they fit it directly to her so that, that is a tailored suit it fits her too well to be like an off the rack suit oh, i know and it's just silly that like why couldn't she buy an actual mask it, it just makes no sense like because her mask looks really dumb whenever they would show it close up i would lose focus on what was going on because i just kept thinking this is really the best they could do <laughs> they couldn't come up with any other mask like, the Riddler's mask is at least, like, a mask, you know, that he bought somewhere. Why couldn't she go buy one? Yeah, yeah, it is It is pretty strange. I have I have little to no defense of it. I mean, they clearly, like, were going off of a style. I'm sure there's, like, a rendition of um, Catwoman out there in the comics where she had, a, like, a somewhat similar mask, and they said it just to try to, like, imitate it with, like, a real-life edge. But you're right, it doesn't... 
it doesn't, it doesn't canonically make sense in the world they're trying to trying no, to posit. No, like to you. what were their what they were going for was they were basing it off of like the knitted like pussy hats from like all the marches and I do, stuff. I really don't think so. In just black, like that's like exactly what those hats look like, except without like the facial. Components. I, I don't deny that those hats look similar, uh, but I. I, I, I'm pretty confident that's... I, I can't see the parallels the movie would have been trying to make with that. Something that was in pop culture recently? I don't... It doesn't need to, like, have, like, a one-to-one. It's just, like, that's something that people would see and recognize. Oh, I, I've seen that before. Oh, yeah, people make those. I'm not in black, though. I mean, they were famously in pink. Well, I know they're famously <laughs> in pink, but that's the style that's, like, the silhouettes. But, yeah, so, I mean, like I said, that that was just one of the, you know, the Batman thing, I don't know. Like, I'd rather they just, I, I don't know why superhero movies have to be like, this needs to be more gritty and realistic. It's like, it's a movie about a superhero. I've already accepted that it's not going to be realistic. Because in real life, someone would just shoot Batman. Oh, but it turns out in this movie, he's bulletproof. I don't so understand Batman the even bullet. More. Yeah. The, 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 I mean, I mean... And not just to be like, I'm not even trying to be like a gun nerd. Be like, Kevlar doesn't, I don't care. It's a movie. But but it's also like, I mean, it's one thing for Batman to like take like a, like a handgun round every now and then. But like, they just like dump, dump assault rifle ammunition into his chest. And and his he doesn't armor, even it, like flinch. And it doesn't get like marks. He's, it's like he's Superman. And I was like, so this is it. Like, what's the point? How do I root for a character that has, his only weakness is the fact that he's not very clever. Like that's his weakness. Batman is yeah, typically Batman is trying to evade being shot because yeah. he's he's mostly armored, but but you know, anyone even wearing Kevlar doesn't want to be shot. You yeah, know? No one wants to be shot. It hurts. Because it hurts. <laughs> There's lots of weaknesses in the armor, so that, like you have plenty of reason to be evasive, and that's a cool thing to give your character, right? To keep the magic. Yeah, it and... makes Batman interesting, is that like, yeah, right, right, right. like a martial arts expert. I didn't and... particularly enjoy that either, that he was just sort of marching into like like the hallway scene where he's like everyone's shooting him. I mean, I get again. Yeah. The thing that n never failed about this movie is, and I know you didn't like the costumes, and I do respect your criticisms on a couple of them, but it looks good as as like every frame of it looks really like strong. Um, uh, like all the scenes of them, you know, they, they chose to do everything like at near night or dawn or dusk. Um, everyone is always like silhouetted by what I think is a really. A really interesting Gotham, uh, which I wanted to talk about because it's it's weird. It's, it's like a Chicago. little bit. It's yeah. It's but it's only like a teensy bit. There's a couple of scenes in there that I recognize um, as Chicago, which of course you know Nolan basically just said, "Let's just film this whole thing eighty percent in Chicago, and then that'll be Gotham." The rest of it, when they they go into certain buildings, reminds me more of like Burton's version, where it's almost absurdly gothic you know what i mean yeah like, i mean bruce they, wayne's they house is like a church part of this yeah. in london and I, I believe i really liked that 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 kept me happy the whole time through was I, was the gotham the, so, like, the shots i would disagree with of gotham. The, how beautifully it was shot I, movies are just too dark there's no reason for it to be i i thought a lot of shots were like just lost because of how just your contrast man it looked good mm-hmm yeah, I um, but I, I will say I did look at like a little trivia a little bit. Um, parts of it, I don't know which parts were shot in the UK in London specifically. I think because that was like one of the like that little trivia bits. Like there's like a the port... architecture in some scenes. Yeah, especially like those interiors with like the gothic design and yeah. stuff. That it's literally like what old churches look like. And 
like England. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's like I guess I can't remember exactly where, but there's a point where like there's like a bus stop that you can see in a shot, and it's on the wrong side of the road because it's a London bus stop. Oh yeah, I, I didn't catch that at all. I did catch Batman driving past what was the Gotham Square arena was that what they were calling it at some point yeah, yeah. um that building is basically like a, like a government building downtown it's where i go to get at, mad at the dmv and eat at a bad taco bell so it's really funny to me to see it as like this cool gothic like gothic that's center where we of gotham. Go to get our marriage certificate yeah that's where we got a marriage certificate. <laughs> yeah the the end of this movie is the biggest head scratcher to an already pretty dumb and a really dumb plot the end of this movie i just every time something happened i was just like i don't understand who wrote this movie and er, people read the script and were like yep this makes perfect sense the climax of the film is gotham which is apparently entirely under sea level despite being next to a body of water <laughs> it's 100 percent under sea level they he blows up the seawall which begins to flood the city their shelter for a hurricane is a building which is lower than the surrounding city around it, <laughs> which is already below sea level. That's their hurricane shelter is a, is a, a hole in the ground. Not smart. So that everyone can, I guess, die and, at once. And, and you'd want to say that's pretty stupid, but then you think about much of the infrastructure that was mismanaged in, in the United States and led to hurricane disasters. At least they like, fucking put them above sea level. <laughs> I mean, it makes it makes the Superdome look like a fucking genius shelter. Like, I was I, uh, like, you know what? I was too hard on FEMA. At least they picked a place that wasn't already underwater and made a lot of glass. Um, <laughs> yeah, that Batman explodes, raining down on innocent civilians. Yeah, it's a lot of glass flying around. Um, I, yeah, it is weird. I, 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 someone had mentioned it recently, and I had never really thought about it. Uh, I think I read it in an interview somewhere, mentioning that you know people misconstrue trying to like compare gotham to new york city for obvious reasons but <laughs> in reality uh it's meant to be new jersey yeah did you know that i found out oh. recently on what's the show called on the i thought show? i thought originally gotham oh, was yeah. supposed yeah. to actually well, um, um, actually yeah, no i it's actually <laughs> supposed to be based on jersey that's why like you would also find lots of like like that's why there's always like water, some water features somewhere all the time, and and why there is uh, well, also New lots York's of like surrounded by water, right? Well, yeah, I know, but also like lots famously, of, um, it's an island. Apparently, New lots York of, like, still factories and in, like, abandoned like the steel mills DC and stuff. or something, right? Sorry, I talked over you. What? Apparently, yeah, New yeah. York still exists in the DC universe or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot no, of times, like, like Metrop, it's really confusing. But Metropolis and Gotham uh-uh. are, are Metropolis is in Indiana, I think. No. Uh, originally, uh, originally they're supposed to be... Metropolis is New York City. Is it, They just didn't want to call it New York because I think they were afraid they would be sued or something. They just didn't want to associate it with a real city. But it was supposed to be New York. It was supposed to be like the mecca city of, you know, like the greatest city on earth. And then Gotham, uh, my understanding was Gotham was supposed to be based on Chicago, which at the time the comics came out was like one of the most corrupt cities in, in the United States because it was managed by a lot of people in the mafia and they like people were being paid off nonstop, and so that was always my understanding but i could be wrong maybe it is supposed to be new jersey but the thing where gotham and metropolis are really really close together i don't think is a thing until like the 90s and i think that became a thing in the dc universe 
Yeah, I, I I was dug up some like old documentation that came up in like some old DC comics from like the the eighties and nineties, and yeah, they put they put Gotham City basically, yeah, right in New Jersey, like right on the right on the shore of New Jersey, kind of in like a little peninsula zone there, and then Metropolis is basically New York, or actually no, is in Delaware. That's Which confusing. and see and see like that's what's really confusing the idea that Gotham and New York could be like any dist- you know what I mean like that's yeah not how big cities work it's not how big cities work like you know why would you do that and that's remember in uh, Batman vs Superman they're literally across a river from each other he can, you can see Gotham from yeah. Metropolis and Who it, would it leaves their wonder to, I like, I don't remember that because I never watched that stupid movie well don't. It's fucking awful, so. and it leads you to wonder, like, how did Gotham get so bad when it when it's just like a layover? It's <laughs> it's, like, it's, just, it's like essentially like the Bronx, and somehow it became like a you know a war torn hellscape. And meanwhile, Metropolis but, has a guy who's bulletproof flying around. Um, getting back to the Batman proper, you know, Pogues didn't like this movie. Um, that's no. that's cl- that's cleanly established. I I to to, to belay my opinion. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, when watching it, again, I, I enjoyed visually almost the entire thing from front to front to back, and I, I enjoyed looking at it. The fight scenes were fine. No, um, they're terrible. Uh, they're, they look like they were filmed at half speed, and then people forgot to There were a few up. moments that I particularly enjoyed, but, yeah, like, uh, the problem was is they were they were bogged down with this sort of, like, tank Batman that I was complaining about earlier. Yeah. He, and and he, I, didn't, he, I didn't enjoy that at all. And it's like, it's going back to like the older days where like the idea is if you punch somebody hard enough in any part of their body, they just fall unconscious. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be their face or anything. It's like, it's also really hard to knock people unconscious. It's not like something you can just do at will because you feel but like I, it. But I can't, I, if, if I, if I get into the semantics of if you're stabbed once, you don't just die, which is also the case. Like people who've been stabbed, even people yeah. who've been stabbed in vital areas go on well, for quite depends. a while. If you're stabbed uh, in your heart, you will die really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 the point is, is like if if I if I agree that, that movies a chloroform doesn't work like that, uh, being punched doesn't knock you out that fast. And then yeah, all, I every movie need... I love doesn't work anymore. So I, I but, can't I can't my, agree. My to that. problem <laughs> is is if like they took Batman. Like if you think about like the Nolan Batman, he's like using much more uh, offensive sort of like martial arts. There's a lot more like knee kicks. Um, elbows which are like more devastating ways like sort of mma style fighting where you want to deliver pain then you have like the batmans where he's doing like movie karate where he's like high kicking and stuff that really wouldn't be super effective necessarily then you have this movie where he occasionally just walks up to people and sort of just hits them in the chest and they fall over and then other times nothing happens and then they try to shoot him and then he like it's just it was really boring fight scenes he doesn't have any there's no point where you're like oh but that was kind of cool they don't that kind of goes back to my original point that i was saying that this is supposed to be like batman like one like point oh like this is like the beta test for batman yeah it's, it's early access the, batman the, the, yeah the problem like with he's that, just though, like is... testing shit out he's like let me see what's what's going on i'm gonna like just be emo a little bit flip my hair around but the problem with if they're going to be like, this is Batman and he doesn't know what he's doing, he would be dead. You can't be a crime fighter and not 
be able to fight. You would just be killed almost immediately. It's, it, they could just aim well, for his it jaw and he would die. It doesn't seem like he's doing... He's not fighting, like, a high-caliber criminal. Like, he took... But they like, have in the In the beginning scene, like, he took time to, like, go just attack, like, a gang that was, like, doing an initiation thing, like, in a yeah, subway they system. Were, yeah, they were going to beat some guy uh, up on a train. He shows elevated up. train system. He's been Batman for two years. They have a bat symbol they put on the, the roof of the police station. These criminals don't recognize him. That is absurd. How is that possible? That is absurd. How would they... Especially when... Multiple people dressed like that. That scene comes well, up... I would assume that maybe the light... He's been Batman for two years. The light probably didn't start right away. But yeah, I'm saying is, the, light, the light, light the is there. Week. At this point, it's been two years... Definitely, if you live in Gotham, you're aware there's a guy it's, dressed it, up as a bat. <laughs> especially Christ. the scene, the scene that the, the sequence we're getting when we meet this um, this gang and their initiation ritual is a sequence of a number of villains. Not villains is, pro- is a bad term. Another people committing thugs? crime, uh, thugs and doing yeah, and, gang, and I guess, bank yeah. robberies, people, people just committing activity. some crimes, Do, doing bad and, things, and it keeps cutting to them looking all over their shoulder into like shadowy alleys and dark corners, and the, the 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 narration is suggesting that even though Batman can't be everywhere at once, his 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 legend is leading people to not do crime, do crime, but but constantly be at like oh you know looking over their yeah, shoulder. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be stopping crime. They just seem to be a little more anxious while committing. Not only that, but then it gets to the scene of this like established gang who doesn't know who he is it is a little yeah. bewildering it's fair because i mean like imagine like the shit that gets reported in the world we live in today about like celebrities and like random shit that people know and there's a guy in your city dressed as a bat beating people up if you're a criminal you've definitely heard this story um, like somebody you know is as like a bat in only the fact that he's wearing like a little bat helmet like yeah but, okay in the and a cape and he's wearing body armor i just feel like if you saw uh, that guy you'd be like bats I'm gonna don't guess wear that's capes the by the way pogues just uh, wings are a type of cape anyway <laughs> um wings are nature's cape something i wanted to get to though is that you know what i was sort of talking about earlier is that there's stuff i like about the the film i i i i, I, I enjoy pattinson uh the visuals like in many cases i would i would freeze frame a scene and like you know print it out really happy with it a lot of the extraneous characters well i don't think they did any terrible performances necessarily there's so many people that they added in and gave like really notable actors roles and then decided to just do nothing with him with them most notably alfred Andy Serkis is playing Alfred, which is a weird casting. It's not the worst Alfred. It's hard because I feel like we, it's kind of like if, What's if you're going to recast What's confusing is I don't Magneto. think Andy Serkis could be old enough to be Alfred. It, it does It does <laughs> feel weird. He, he, he feels a little too young, but I guess, you know, Pattinson's supposed to be a young Batman who's going to be in like his 20s, you know, so maybe it makes more sense. But the problem but I, I had I with, mean, with Alfred in this film is that he serves no purpose. No, he's completely, he could not have been... He offers next to no advice, which is sort of the Alfred sort of uh, claim to fame. He's not really, I guess he's, it's implied that he's helping him do some detective work, but you don't really get much of it, if any. And then he's just sort of injured and like ejected from the film. And it's kind of, I just felt 
which for a three-hour movie is insane. You can't get like, and it's the same with like Jeffrey Wright playing Gordon. I, I love Jeffrey Wright, you know, from Westworld, and he's cool as Gordon, and he appears a lot in the beginning, and it seems like he's gonna be really, really pivotal, and then again he kind of fades into the background a little bit. Um, so it's just I don't know. It just seemed strange to me with how many actors they packed in to play different parts, and then at some point in the movie we just said uh, we forgot they existed. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't shake that half, like like through most of the film. Um, yeah, I did think it lasted a bit too long. Well, yeah, let's talk about the length because we mentioned it earlier. I mean, everyone who reviewed this movie said something about the length. A few people I read were like, "It's it's three hours, which is crazy long," but it went by like no like like nothing. I disagree. Sarah and I paused this a couple times to like eat or something. We're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I watched this movie over three days, and every yeah. time I was like, "I have to." Be I kept being to like, "We're we're it's near the end, right?" Like, "Oh, that was like it's no time much. at all. Like, we're at the end." Nope, we still have an hour. And it's not, <laughs> it's not like an epic. I mean, I don't. I, it's not like an epic, complicated story. You know what I mean? It's just. It's, it's not like just... it's Avengers Endgame, where you've got eighty-two actors in the culmination of twelve movies. It's a first movie in which. Nothing is really happening. It's it's a mob story, like kind of mixed with seven. Like it's not that complicated. We need to. I I want to say this real quick. People need to quit saying this is uh this is Batman and seven because seven is a good movie with a good plot and is clever and well thought out. <laughs> this is somebody who heard the plot of seven and tried to make it into a movie. This I, is not, I, to, to refer to this movie as like seven <laughs> is such an insult to the movie seven. I. I I'm not trying to insult the movie seven, but also I could care less about the movie seven. What, what, I think what Ben's what I'm saying, saying is, that, it's is just... that someone was reading the like plot synopsis of the movie seven and then farted into yeah. like yeah, uh, the dictaphone and then <laughs> that's like all the reviews for this movie were like seven meets Batman and I'm like why did people not actually watch the movie seven like because it's much better than this. Well, I mean, it, it is a serial killer leaving his kills in public in public with specific messages and then ultimately being caught in the third act on purpose so his final plan can come to fruition. It's not that different from the movie. Um, well, the I mean, that's sort of like saying that the Riddler plot a lot line. like, uh, you know, Silence of the Lambs because they're both serial killers. They are similar. <laughs> not really? They're two separate films well, entirely. One of them as... has a serial killer helping a serial killer. I mean, that's just saying that every movie that's about serial killers is the same movie. The as comparison as point a is that... reviewer, not a professional movie reviewer, but as a reviewer, you need to sometimes reach into your bag of tricks and things that people know and then say, okay, it's kind of like this. I can't say anything bad about it because I'm expected to give this like an okay review. Um, well, yeah, if you're giving a spoiler, if you're giving a spoiler-free review, the easiest yeah. way to do that is to is to tie it to movies people have already seen, especially ones that came out a long time ago. So it makes sense why reviewers would would bring it up a lot. Um, I do it all the time when I review books. I'm like, it maybe not be as good as this book, but it's similar. Too. Yeah, that makes it makes sense. Without but, but saying it's not as the, good as the, the book. The initial point I was making is that it's not like it's not like a you have to take notes like get ready for this. Like as Post was saying, like the culmination of like twelve franchises. It's it's there's some mobsters and a serial killer. I mean, it, it's yeah, and it's it, not even like a it's boilerplate serial killer case. There, there's Pla- really nothing yeah. to it. The serial killer is the Riddler. He's I will say people. why. I don't know. It takes them three and a half hours to figure that out. 
I will say the three things that I like most about this movie right now, and I would like all of you to say three things as well. You're, you're putting Pogues on a, in a real corner here. I know. I gotta go to we'll three. We'll let you huh? go last. Um, okay, give me time. And Pogues, one of them can't be that it ended. <laughs> oh no, that's my favorite. So what I really liked about this movie was, number one. I like this game, by the way. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you noticed it. I, I took note of both. Like, I think it only happened twice, maybe three times. There were like weird like moments where like Batman like stumbled, like he was like putting his leg over like uh, a wall or something, and he kind of like caught like like a normal human and was like oh, stumbled a little bit. I don't think like, I did catch that. And it happened a few times, and I was like, they wouldn't have left that in on purpose, like or without being on purpose. So I felt course, like that was kind of more like humanizing and a little. Now I more... can't help but picture uh, in my head Tobias Funke trying to get up onto a stage. Yeah, pretty much. It that's was like the basically one... <laughs> that. So that's kind of why I've like okay, latched right. onto the whole like baby Batman. Baby like, Batman, which like, by the way, idea. better title by the way. Thank you. But, but continue. Ba- baby Batman. <laughs> um, number two, I really enjoyed what they did with the Batmobile. Um, like the, where it was like the, a the classic like muscle car up, rather up, like, than like yeah. a weird like Camaro like bull like Bugatti or whatever the fuck it was before. Quick sidebar, you're right. It is probably the hardest thing the director has to think of when trying to make a like not goofy Batman movie like the old ones, where it's like, how do I make a fucking bat shaped car make sense? And the, yeah, most of the time they do it. It's either a what was it in Batman? No one. It's like it was like a military like all terrain vehicle, mm-hmm. or it's like yeah, a souped up muscle car. Um, um, not anyway. even a souped up muscle car. It's like one of those like really low riding like super fancy. It's not like... low riding in this one. I'm pretty sure. it's Well, no, no, it's, no. It's this one, this one's high. like a like a muscle car. Yeah. In previous, like the classic Batman, like oh right, movie cars, like one of those like really <laughs> yes. low riding, the like, old the Ferrari, like Bugatti. Older versions of it, besides Nolan, all look like they would hit every fucking pothole and like snap pieces of it off because they were so low. Yeah, and you know, you know, Gotham's got potholes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's anyway. where all their money goes. Is road <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last one is Robert Pattinson's jawline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You like that somebody drew a face on a shovel? All right. I do. All right, Pokes and I don't agree on a lot of this film, but I have to give him <laughs> phenomenal credit for, for that for that dunking of Mr. Pattinson. Um, yeah, I think I talked about it earlier. I thought I really appreciated Gotham in this. I know not everyone feels the same way I do, but I really always like it when Gotham is to 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 the point of absurdity, which is why I like. It's definitely something I liked about the old Burton Batman movies, uh, or even the ones that were just following the Burton ones, where like Gotham is just it, it conceivably makes zero sense, um, it, it, architecturally, structurally, logistically. I it, it's all like Gothic cathedrals and like everything's like made out of black brick and, and there's no lights anywhere. I love it. It's it's phenomenal, and this movie did a fun job of like, you know, using a real city that that always been sort of Gotham parallel, like Chicago, and then mixing it up with as Sarah pointed out, like heart of London stuff. Uh, I, I super duper appreciated that. I liked Pattinson, you know. I liked a Batman that felt young. I liked the Batman that um, I, that someone somebody watched The Crow and decided to blend that in with the Batman story. I I don't know. I I enjoyed Pattinson in this, and then. Um, I enjoyed the the music. I think. Name a song. 
It's a soundtrack. What do you mean? <laughs> name is, come on, I fucking loved it so much. Name a song. Name one track. Uh, track A, here comes, and then, and then, and then in parentheses, Sorry. the Batman. Um, Pogues, uh, can you muster? <laughs> oh, this is going to be tough. Um, I, I Don't was worry, we'll have the opposite afterwards. Please, we need to do this again when we watch a really like a, like obviously Pogues hated this one but a movie that we all hated this would be a great challenge for us anyway go ahead uh, I, I thought Colin Farrell was really good I was really surprised as yes him as, uh, can we talk about that was... for a minute because yeah, he's, he's the fact that at no point are you like I think that's Colin Farrell <laughs> yeah the thing that blew my mind about Colin Farrell as Oz is that every scene like like Gotham like I was describing it I'm like this is ludicrous this shouldn't work his accent is different than everyone else's accent. I can tell it's a man with a lot of makeup, and I fucking just want more of it. I kind of wish he was the main villain. Yeah, I, I thought that for <laughs> all things considered, I thought the prosthetics were actually like really well mm-hmm. done. So I, I give him credit no, for that. No, they're not bad at all. Um, I, I thought some of the casting was good. I liked, like you said, Jeffrey Wright. He was pretty much wasted. I liked, uh, uh, what's his name, Con O'Neill. The guy who played uh, the chief, the guy who was like the raspy voice, he was just in, he was Mr. Hands and Our Flags Mean Death. Uh, I just think that guy has a great voice, and I'd like to see him in more movies. A lot, uh, lot, lot of Chernobyl folk in this one, too, uh, like Alex Ferns and stuff. Uh, I really love Chernobyl, yeah. so it was fun so to see him. there's some, you know. I could have, right. like I said, I, I could listen to Jeffrey Wright. I, he has a great voice. Oh, yeah, talk um, to me all day. I, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to steal Sarah's. Uh, the Batmobile was really cool. It was very uh, Sean Gordon Murphy uh white knight batman kind of like muscle car good reference first you know so i thought that was cool the car chase is really dumb uh especially the scene where like everything explodes and the penguins looking at out the back and he's like i got you and it's like 25 to 40 seconds before the batmobile lands and it's like what did he shoot into fucking space like, a car would come also, down instantly let's not forget that as cool as that is batman is ramping over corpses <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because somebody died of that. I mean, yeah, that's always been that my biggest problem with Batman is he's like supposedly so noble and will never murder anyone. And then there's all these like movies and everything where like everyone's getting murdered. There's and, so uh, many. Actually, he may not great. directly murder anybody. He doesn't fucking care. The, there is a great moment in Batman Begins, which we mentioned on the podcast. It's one of my favorite moments of any superhero movie. Batman makes an escape with uh, what's her name while she's drugged up and he's like driving over rooftops he hits like two cop cars all this stuff happens it's like this mammoth car chase he shows up and the news is on and the only thing you hear from the newscasters are like batman was involved with the chase thankfully no one was hurt <laughs> it's like what a great like they were like people are gonna think he killed those cops you gotta yeah. put it you gotta, you gotta get that in there because he drove over like a ton of cop cars no the batman he, movies he definitely caused a building to fall down on its tenants the batman movies do three versions of what you're talking about sarah and I, I love that you brought that up one is the batman that goes way out of his way to try and prevent injury and this happens sometimes in the nolan ones where he's like literally fighting swat to like keep them from shooting so like, all this sort of oh, like yeah. Everything, he, he's like putting himself in danger to like fall off buildings to make sure one person doesn't get too injured. Then there's sort of the Batman who is just sort of doing the crime Batman part. And like you could assume injury happened, but the movie isn't implicit like this one where he ramps over an explosion and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, they just they, they just go past that. that. 
And then there's the Affleck Batman, who is just shattering bodies left and right as if it means nothing. Just completely unconcerned. Scenes, if there are else scenes does. in 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 the, uh, uh, the 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 more the recent Justice League where he's like throwing men so hard into the wall that they leave just a blood print. Like my favorite is yeah, in, that, in Batman vs Superman, he throws like a fifty pound crate into a guy's neck, like his head. I'm like that guy would die. So you cannot live through that. So there are there are phases, and this one's in the middle where like it, it's it's not the movie isn't implying that injuries are happened, but if you treat the actions realistically, yeah. yes, Batman has. If hurt you understand lots of that cars don't drive themselves yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And while Batman may not expressly murder people himself like there are some injuries where it's like yeah you're gonna fucking be in a wheelchair forever from now on well, like i mean in, in a way though batman cannot like not I don't want cause a victim. injury i don't want a victim shame well i know the people of saying. gotham but like maybe after the fourth joker attack Move to another fucking city you know like why are people still living in gotham why is like I guess I'll just let's see how this plays out. What is you know, this? I'm... What is the center of industry in Gotham? Because apparently it's probably just like owning abandoned amusement parks. Because there's so many of them, and the, it's, the, the, yeah, like like thirty percent of the real estate in Gotham is just abandoned, like uh, abandoned factories and abandoned like well, fairgrounds. <laughs> the, you also can take advantage of like uh like uh shit. My brain. I don't, I don't even know where you're going, though. Um, if, this if, does if, remind me. This was a thing. Have, don't have parents. If you're in orphans. industrial... Uh, orphans, thank you, an orphan. Sorry, are you saying brain. that there's a business in orphans? Yes, there is a business <laughs> I mean, in orphans. There sadly is. Oh, yeah. Oh, but this reminds me of way back when me and Ben did a webcomic together, and he brought it up in one of ours, which is like, why would anyone in their right mind ever live in Gotham? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I, I, it's I know just it's so insane. Like... Like I know said, it's based on like zero property tax. Like, yeah, that's it. Like you must not have to pay income tax, property tax. Everybody just bars are open house. till like four a.m. It's it's great here. <laughs> except like, for when that would you toxic ever move gas rolls through. Chicago, Ben. <laughs> except except it's, it, except it's a lot of glass. It's built below sea level. There's no uh, uh, AC in any of the buildings because they're all built apparently by like in medieval times impossibly yeah they were all built of like cinder blocks and like like what the fuck's drywall all the corners are sharp because they've been uh, designed in the gothic you're talking about Waddle and Dob I think <laughs> Waddle and Dob what is Waddle and Dob um, basically... is, that, is that this episode's sponsor uh, no. Waddle and Dob <laughs> was how people would build <laughs> Uh, like brick structures before there was cement. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it is the name of like the technique or yeah, is it the name Google of W A T T L E and is, is Dob? Fast. Oh yeah, uh, that's, that's really old though. I don't think it. it it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I see what you're referring to. I don't think Gotham's quite that old, but yeah, certainly I, I can't well, imagine. It appears that large building. portions of Gotham were brought over brick well, by brick from about... the set of the Gargoyles cartoon. <laughs> Which again, I want to repeat this. I love. <laughs> I mean, his his house in this. The yeah, it's, it's it looks no, so his, uncomfortable. Not only is it a manor, it's on top of a skyscraper. That's <laughs> not a house. That is definitely inside oh, of a certainly. church and it's yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's so, so hilarious mid, 
It's like a buttress church built on top of a skyscraper ex- in the it, middle of the downtown of a city that looks like it burned down ten years yeah, ago. It extends my crow reference because this is like this is like the the most crow vibes I've ever seen in a Batman with him in this like wearing that makeup in that l- ludicrous like you know the house uh, that has like wood stalactites yeah. coming down. <laughs> Uh, How often do you think he's just, like, getting a glass of water in the night and just, Oh, fuck! (laughs) Ah, shit! (laughs) This Um, house is so sharp! (laughs) I would also like to take this moment to... Pogues, did you do three? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I, I stole yours, the Batmobile. Oh, okay, cool. I appreciate you trying to hold me, I wasn't gonna let you get out of it. The Um, whole time he was talking about it, I pictured that meme of that guy who's, like concentrating really hard and like the veins popping out of his head that's all i was picturing while pokes was trying to answer that question so every manga ever <laughs> i guess yeah 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 i just saw a girl i like or i have to pilot a robot against an alien the, the two kinds of manga yeah that's, the, that's it right the little reverse hashtag on the forehead yeah um, i read a lot okay. of manga guys yeah i can tell <laughs> Um, so also, though, it's really we, not that far off. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> We've gotten to your favorite part, Pogues. I've just decided to take over, by the way. Okay, um, go ahead. What was the thing that you hated the most about this oh, movie? Oh, please, you can't do this. <laughs> One thing. I, One thing. All right. I, honestly, there's two things that are linked together. But the thing I hated the most is this movie is... The, the plot is just really, really dumb. It Like, the whole plot is basically... Which I'm tired of this too. The idea that Bruce Wayne's dad may not have been that great of a guy. Bruce Wayne's parents don't need to be anything other than rich philanthropists who are tragically murdered and it makes their son go insane. I, they, I don't need to know anything else about them because it doesn't matter who they were. The only thing that matters is they got shot. That's like the, what they're there for. They're there just to have died. They could have been anybody. And so the idea that, like, and then he has to have this crisis, and it's just like, ah, oh, Jesus, man, let it go. But the plot of this movie is, and this is, the, this is where I, I was just like, I have to have misunderstood what's going on. And I looked up the plot of the movie to make sure I understood it. Bruce Wayne's father is going to run for election to be the mayor of Gotham. He, regardless of whether or not he wins, creates the Renewal Fund, a $1 billion charity which is set to help renew Gotham and aid it in becoming a better city. He is murdered shortly after this. There is no one at all anywhere who has oversight over this charity and only people, any person can apparently just take it over and no one follows up on it. The government doesn't want taxes from it. Nothing happens. And basically the mob takes it over and is just using it to pay off cops and the DA and the mayor. And that's what they're using this money for. No one in this entire world has sat down and been like, hey, remember that guy gave the city a billion dollars and like every building is either like human trafficking or, a, you know, like women are living in abandoned apartment buildings and uh, there's a bat running around. Nobody was like, what happened to that money? And the only person who figures it out is the Riddler. It's the dumbest fucking plot. Somebody would notice that that money is going nowhere. It was. So, it made me so mad. Like the idea that there's not a journalist in Gotham who was like, "Wait a second. I it's just would... so stupid. So, just just to go off your point real quick, um, mm-hmm. while Sarah thinks about what to say, <clears throat> uh, I I completely agree 
with with your take on the renewal fund because if if a politician like like Bruce Wayne made this gigantic promise about this renewal fund and then everyone in the city saw nothing of it when someone brought it up being like the renewal fund they would a have like a slanderous name for it to make fun of the fact that it was useless you know what i mean um yeah and 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 if someone was like big revelation the renewal fund has just been being stolen by corrupt politicians like everyone just everyone in the gotham would be like yeah yeah that's the thing i was like i was like i the only way this would make sense that nobody investigated is if everyone had already assumed everybody's like yeah i figure that i i, I just assumed carmine falcone took it i mean I've, well, where else has it gone so just my again not having watched this movie for over like sure a, like a week or two like i cannot remember when we watched it at this point um there I imagine that they probably kept up some philanthropic like stuff and while they took the over the fund. They they, they maybe didn't address did it in the not. movie, but no, I the assume movie, there's he, some they things that still the happen. They closed the orphanage that the renewal fund was supposed to pay for. That's how little they're doing with the fund. That's how the Riddler knows that it's being misused. It's because he was in the orphanage that was then shut down. <laughs> Because the renewal fund is no longer functioning. Well, that's just... That's the plot that's of the just movie. Lazy. Yes! That's what I mean. I was like, this is so stupid. And I, then, I, I just can't stand that. I like, I was just like, this is so... And then, like, the part where, like, Bruce is like, oh my god, my dad was a criminal. He had this guy killed. I was just like, ugh, I don't care. <laughs> like, I just can't care less about yeah. what's going on in this movie. I, I think to offer my least favorite thing about the film... Uh, is probably very similar to Pokes' initial point there, which is that I I I liked individual scenes in the movie, but I didn't like the collective. I didn't like the whole narrative plot because, again, yeah. a I didn't find it interesting enough to carry three hours, and b like yeah, when you re- reflect on it, it doesn't make a ton of sense or have that much depth, and so well, and it, then he, it, it and it struggles to hold up to scrutiny. You know, it's just it's kind of a frustrating. And here's uh, the problem spying with for the that movie. being the plot. The plot is that the Riddler is taking revenge on the people who stole the Gotham's future and wronged him, and he's going to fix it, and he's going to reveal it, and everybody's going to find out what happened. The end of his plan is then to send a bunch of people dressed as Riddlers to a city that he is destroying and have them shoot civilians who are trying to seek shelter. How does that make sense? Like, how is that? Like, either he's on this revenge kick to prove something, or he's a, a like a mass murdering sociopath. You have to pick one or the like. It doesn't. They can't be two things together. The plots don't make sense. Why does he send all these people to go murder all these people? Like, these are just regular people in the city. You're you're killing other people who are the victims of the problems. Yeah, the, the, I, the, new, just... the, the new mayor hasn't wronged him, but yet the entire third act anchors on him assassinating her for no reason. Yes, because she appears to want to figure... Because one of her campaign things is to find out what happened with the renewal fund, she says. But I guess, so I, guess, I don't know what her fucking problem is. I guess murder her. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Either he's trying to send a message about, like, the the downtrodden of gotham or he's just like a fan of murder <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't it, really it just, know it, it doesn't work and that's where like i was like the, yeah. the, the third act is a train wreck and it is made worse i know people love 
the guy Paul Dano or whatever. I'm gonna say this. Maybe you guys will disagree. He's really bad, and I don't know if it's his I... fault, but he is like, it's like he went to a course called stereotypes and crazy people and he does them all he talks his normal voice he sounds like a character from a hanna-barbera cartoon for some reason <laughs> and then he just randomly yells words he like seemingly over and under emphasizes words with no for no reason because he's just like that's what crazy people do it was he was just it was really bad i don't I think very say bad. for this i think he plays crazy and creepy really well but I do see what you're saying, and maybe. So, I'm trying to, like he's not it, old, not old country for old men, right? The, you're thinking of there will be blood. There will be blood. Yeah, he plays an amazing character in There Will Be Blood, um, who's kind of like a little psychotic, and I I feel it might come down to direction and. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I don't know if it's his fault or it just feels like he's doing a really bad version of Heath Ledger's Joker. I, yeah, see, where, like, I Heath Ledger spent like a really long time studying the nervous tics people who have psychiatric who have like you know who are psychotic all this stuff and he only he's he's like purposely doing all the stuff he's doing this felt like at one point he just yells a random word while he's talking it, it, it makes no sense for him to emphasize the word he's doing it he just yells I don't and I was think... like god this is such it's just stupid I definitely find that like Paul Dano was a disaster but I will say, it, it, on reflection, I think I had more fun watching, like, John Turturro or Colin Farrell doing their mafia roles. Yes. They were, they, 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 I liked their performances and their takes and their would've, angles more I, I than I liked Paul I think it would have been Dana. a better movie if it had just been about him fighting the mob. Just give me the first Batman story where he's trying to take out Carmen Falcone. I don't need a supervillain. I honestly I don't need a convoluted plot where a bunch of people are going to be killed. I may be on board with that because yeah, I liked, I liked like the the Iceberg Lounge and I liked yeah like all all the mob the mob stuff and and the the sort of like unclear motives of the Riddler. Uh, I I didn't particularly take take kindly to on, on on a rewatch on a reflection which i think kind of brings me to if if i can interject if that's okay yes please. uh with my you thing I, you hate i hated the most you're um, you're a guest i kind of like well you know i didn't want to like interrupt what you had going on but i think it fits please interrupt us because please I'm interrupt us I'm mad. um the thing i hated the most was i really wanted to like this movie um well, it's a two-parter as well, like just like yours. Um, I didn't like the fact that it seemed like it was pandering a lot. Like, I thought it could have been mm-hmm. a really great movie. But the fact, like I mentioned, the pussy hat that, um, uh, like, Catwoman was wearing was, like, a throwback to, like, the Women's March. And it was kind of, like, a reference to that. And I was like, eh, whatever. Um, then there was the whole thing with, um, the, like, chat room with, like, it could be, could have been anything, but, like... Oh, the Riddler's on, like, he's basically, like, a 4chan forum? Yeah. Or, like, on TikTok or something? Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, like, little things like that where it's kind of, like, I feel like this is a little bit, like, pandering to, like, certain people of, like, this is, like, this is, like, so modern. Yeah. Um... But also, 
I was told that this was the sexiest Batman ever. There were so many, like... I, just, I think Ben told me. Yeah, there were... And now I, I, trailer, I don't know where that came from. The trailer focused on Catwoman, and then I read, like, a bunch of sort of, like, early, like, kind of tweets from critics being like, this is like a this is like a real horny Batman because Catwoman's there and doing stuff. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I'm like, Robert Pattinson's really handsome and, and Zoe Kravitz is really attractive. So I assume there's like going to be a lot of like sort of like implied, you know, romance. But but no way is this the horniest Batman. I, I there's was no waiting. way. I was waiting for like an on-screen like sex scene or something. And I was something. Like, yeah. And then I kept I checking. I was like, point, at we're one point, only like, 20 minutes. Like, I what's think, happening? I think at what one is, point... Where's the sex pen? The Riddler is the Riddler's plan is unfolding in like the glass dome, and Sarah's like, "What are they gonna fuck?" <laughs> like Sarah's just like, "There's, there's not much time left." Yeah, there's you, not enough you make time. A, you make a great point. When were they gonna fuck? <laughs> also, yeah, I I heard. The I will same say thing, this is like, not Batman the horniest Batman. Yeah, it like it made it seem like they were gonna have this great chemistry, and I was like. I thought the same thing Ben did. I was like, these are two attractive people. They don't have very good chemistry. And she felt like, to go on your part, I felt like she just seemed tacked on to the movie. Like, they made the movie and somebody was like, we gotta get a woman in here. And they are like, just throw Catwoman in somehow. She's Carmen Falcone's daughter. Cool. Uh, she works in this club? Alright, let's go. Like, she didn't really seem to, like... She, you know what I mean? Like, her part in the story wasn't important to like if you removed her it doesn't really change the plot to be fair so it, it this... just felt kind of like lazy to be like shoehorn her in real quick which i think is a disservice to the actress and you know catwoman is obviously an iconic character yeah but to be fair I, other than honestly if i look back really only batman returns does anything worthwhile with catwoman you know what i mean as yeah, insane she's not in any of the other ones as insane that it is well she's in the nolan movies but you forget about her because she's not pivotal oh, God. To, well that's i forgot because i hate that last movie <laughs> she's not pivotal to like any plot point in that movie she's just there to sort of like whisper cool quotable lines to batman mostly um yeah and then she, just like a shot of her straddling a motorcycle from behind yeah she doesn't have a ton of like purpose uh in those films um, so yeah, Catwoman I think is often done a disservice, but yeah, I, I, I don't know about this one. I don't know that Catwoman has ever passed the Bechdel test. No, because uh, all of her conversations are too Batman about Batman. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go into some of the deeper source material, I guess does it count if she cut? I mean, if, she, if the cat's mo- a female movie Catwoman, then yeah, yeah, if you get yeah, the, yeah, the deeper yeah. source material, she's probably going to be with like some of the other uh like female characters i, I don't think talking to her cats alone by herself no no Bat- what if they're females though sarah i don't Catwoman's like cat. they're just talking about like watching jeopardy in all the movies well, if the cat is answering her back yeah sure what if it meows can i get like a half a back yeah you can get half a minute i can get i can get a half see okay okay it's only slightly offensive so yeah, folks, definitely. Her her roles in all these do not pass. I mean, let's face it. I have no female in any of these movies, in no. any of the Batman movies, I think pass. All they ever do is talk about Batman. All they ever do is is cling to this rich man who likes to punch people uh, at night and say, "Please, I can fix you." Um, that that is always their role. You know, now I think about it. Even in Batman Begins with Katie Holmes, I don't think there's another woman she talks to. Uh, un- I think she talks exclusively to men in that movie. <laughs> yes. I guess the one cops there for a second. Um. Suppose I have to ask. I know we know yeah. we know being an hour into this episode uh, and coming to a close, we know that that you weren't a fan. 
Um, no. So, so we can all guess your answer to the inevitable question: Would you recommend it? Uh, no, it's it's so fucking long. But would you recommend it to a uh, like a, a a person who's really uh, obsessed with Batman and wants to watch no, more no, Batman? It's, it's a it's a t- it's all right. I would say you would have to be a person who just is like, I know who Batman is from the movies to probably enjoy this. If you were like a really hardcore Batman fan, this is a real shit depiction of Woo! Batman. He's really dumb. He never really solves anything of any value until it's too late both times that he does solve it. Baby Batman. The plot is really dumb. The fights are really bad. He's never He never comes off as like competent, really, throughout the entire film. He's just sort of like there and things happen around him. And so he's not a particularly good Batman. The movie, like I said, is really boring. And, like, the problem with the fact that it's so long is, too, is... Did you notice how much of this movie is just shots of people staring off into the distance? Oh, like, yeah. Probably oh, it's a moody. Minutes. It's a moody Batman yeah, movie. There's, there's probably a good 20 minutes you could cut out just by cutting all of the scenes of people just staring at something down by half. It, it's I've never seen a movie that has so much... I, I Yeah... It was a missed. Like, it's not like a romance. It was a missed thing to not have like Catwoman um, staring out a window and Batman coming I'd, like, "Sorry, that's my window for staring out at the city." I take offense to that. Romances fill that silence with fucking at least. Thank so. you. Yeah, they, I didn't even get fucking. Thank you. I got. I got what felt like a very awkward, flirty relationship, which felt like I couldn't tell if either one of them really wanted. I mean, to be I kind of felt like she was in a relationship with that Russian girl. That I definitely thought that. she was in a relationship with that woman. I thought that they were. Zoe Kravitz said uh, that she intended to play Catwoman. You know, not like obviously in, a, in the Maybe loudest way possible because it wasn't necessary, but as a bisexual individual. Which I believe is backed up with the, in the comics. So. But here was which here is was fine problem, if you're a bisexual woman, but if you just found out that your lover has died, yes. you probably would not <laughs> hop right on the next thing. Your lover was murdered, and Kiss while investigating her disappearance, start trying to fuck a man. <laughs> I get being bisexual, but you still have emotions. You're not, you know. What I mean, I think they confused bisexuality with some sort of mental disorder because like yeah her reaction to finding out her i assumed lover or at least good friend was dead was like me finding out that like taco bell forgot one of my tacos or like i bummed out they're not making the mexican pizza anymore god damn it no that was way worse (laughs) there it's coming back ben may 19th whoo uh, this episode sponsored by Waddle unofficially unofficially sponsored by, by by Taco Bell and what was it Waddle and yeah Waddle and Dob Waddle and Dob they make the best frames guys I'm wearing a pair now they really they Doesn't also it make like it should be an eyeglass they also company? make soaps and pillowcases all right um <laughs> so Sarah we watched this together mm-hmm. so a question is is if someone in your life asked you should I watch the new Batman movie? I know it would depend on who, but generally, what was your answer? I would say, sure, go for it. Um, if you're not paying that much attention, whatever. <laughs> That's on the poster. So, so wait, can I just, just so I understand your recommendation. Yeah, watch it. As long as you're not going to focus on just it. Don't well, I mean, focus you could it. focus on it. You might be disappointed. No. You might not. I'm not sure. I, I think that watch it. Just I, don't pay that close of attention. Maybe the best recommendation I've ever heard. It's how I consume most of my media. I read a book while it's on, and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, I split I, my attention. I think it has a lot of... I think a lot of the criticism 
lobbed at the movie this evening is accurate and so it's hard for me to say like this is a a, 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 a a killer movie but i just at no point did i watching it that i say i hate this and i want to stop watching it. It, it a little long for sure but i never like wanted to pull the ripcord and get out so i can't i can't feasibly say that this is a bad movie that i wouldn't recommend i've definitely watched way worse movies We've definitely watched way worse. I movies maybe for the paid podcast. to see it and felt like I needed. Folks, to have you watched the worst Batman movie though? Um, uh, no. I, Batman I was, versus uh, Superman. <laughs> yeah, it's tough because Batman versus Superman exists. If we're going to count the Justice League movie as a Batman movie, that kind of yeah, because it's it's very long too. And uh, Batman. Batman sort of shows up in Suicide Squad. Bat Batman and Robin. <laughs> The one with Val Kilmer is pretty unwatchable. Get out of here! <laughs> we'll have to rank the Batmans uh, in the next mini so That'll be that'll be that'll be a good task. Yeah. Basically, yeah, my rating is: Did Tim Burton write it or direct it? Yes. It's top tier for you. <laughs> and then boo boo boo. And then everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Just a pile it, of all the rest of them. I remember being like thinking like the the original Tim Burton ones were good until we went back and watched Batman Returns and I was like this is a we, fucking awful movie. We we <laughs> frequently have this experience with our listeners who who find out in our first episode that we were kind of mean to like the the, the you know the OG Batman movies and then they go and rewatch them they go wait a minute I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. There is a scene where he comes disguised as a mime and nobody reacts. <laughs> he also blows up a factory full of people and it's and it's played for coming to comic effect. It's a weird Batman. Um, but anyway, so a range a range of responses is, is the gist that you get from from this episode. <laughs> and I would say I say see like, it. Like, it's not horny, it's not sexy. <laughs> but it's okay. Well, stop coming up with this. great taglines for the poster. <laughs> Like all reviews, listen to me and then probably Sarah next with her don't pay that close hey! attention to it. Ben's too forgiving. Hey! <laughs> uh, well, do you, do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about, Batman, real quick? Any other bullet points you wanted to drop? Just want to say that uh, uh, Batman is way hornier in my Batman fan fiction, which you should definitely read. There um... you go. Also get a library card, motherfuckers. Oh, I like that. Okay, Sarah's always plug forget a library card definitely do it also look online tons of like big libraries i think chicago may some of them may have done it uh, i know like brooklyn does it if you're underage you can get a library card there so do that because everybody should have a library card and be able to get free knowledge uh if you did not check out our episode last week with ben gone uh you should listen to it i it's it's a little different than you may be expecting, but I highly recommend it. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Wait, uh, this is mostly... You did an what? episode without me? Yeah, I told you because I didn't want to go two full weeks with no episodes. So I said, I'm going to do something to fill the gaps so that people oh, know what's gosh. going on. They don't just think we just stopped recording. So I recommend, uh, you know, listeners, mostly Jack, the only person who will listen to my recommendation. But if you didn't listen to it, go check it out. And, uh, you know... Ben, you may enjoy it. You can tell me how I did, you know, without you. I'm behind. I got to hear it. Guiding my ship. Uh, but yeah, come back next week. We'll tell you what movie's up next. If you have a suggestion, you know, post it somewhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, other places. NAOS pod. Uh, let us know what's up next. Sarah, thank you for coming and being a guest. 
Uh, also, go, go listen to our Pop Popeye episode. It's fucking wild that it exists. <laughs>